Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick? And apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband! Wife! Do you know what we're doing today? Well, it is Saturday, so that means that we're doing... Q&A Saturday. That's right. So what are we Q&Aing today? We are supposed to be covering chapters 48 through 52. Wait, you said supposed to. Correct. Oh. Um, what I didn't tell you is that um, I'm doing it over the suffering servant, and that gets into chapter 53 a little bit, which we haven't oh. read, but that's okay. Okay. All right. Okay. So we're, we're covering, it's mostly about the suffering servant. Yes. Awesome. Which is a big deal. It is a big deal. For lots of reasons. Mm-hmm. All right. You ready to do this? Yes. Let's do it. Okie dokie. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Okay, so before I talk about the suffering servant, okay, I need to mention a thing about the servant songs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The ones so, that we didn't know were in the wrong order, but now we know they're in the... Whatever. We didn't know where they were, but now we know where they are. Right, yeah. they're not consecutive. Okay, so I had been referring to them. Once again, I was wrong. Okay? <laughs> Just put that out there. Um, I had been referring to them merely by the chapter that they appeared in. So, 42, Suffering Servant. Yeah. Okay? okay. Well, it turns out that there are actually only particular verses within those chapters. And that might not seem important until we get to the last one. Okay. So the first suffering servant song or song of the suffering servant is, yes, Isaiah 42, but it's only verses one through four. Okay. Okay. The second one, yes, is chapter 49, but it's only verses one through six. Got it. Okay. Isaiah, uh, I'm sorry, the third suffering servant song is Isaiah chapter 50. Yes, but it's only verses four through 11. Okay. Now. Here we're hitting the fourth one, and this is where it's problematic. Got it. Okay? Yeah. If it hadn't been like this, I could have just left it alone, because honestly, who really cares, right? Okay, sure. I mean, in the grand scheme of things. Right, You know, right. we're not trying to get all picky and whatnot on this. Yeah. We're just trying to read it through. Sure. So, the fourth Suffering Servant song is, yes, it starts in Isaiah 52 at verse 13, Okay. And then it continues through chapter 53, verse 12. So ah. really, we actually stopped in the middle of a song. Oh. So, technically speaking, I should have saved this Q&A that I'm doing today for next week. But we've already covered the majority of it, so... And I, the more that I started reading, the more... Well, I, I was already in it before I knew that I should... Wait. Got it. Got it. I'm like, nope, this is what we're doing. Right. So here we are. So you can see why I needed to do a little preface before I hop in. Yeah. Okay. So the suffering servant. These are entries from the Dead Sea Scrolls that assert a uh, messianic human who has been exalted into heaven with a status above the angels. Okay. Okay. All right. And I have said that before. Um, when we first discussed the um, suffering songs, yeah. I, I mentioned that back then, and we right. were like, whoa, right, right. what's that about? Yeah. So this figure rhetorically asks, who bears all griefs as I do, and who suffers evil like me? Who has been despised on my account? To imply that he has been despised, unlike anyone before, modeling himself on the suffering servant from Isaiah's servant songs. Okay. okay. So that's from the Dead Sea Scrolls, right? Mm -hmm. Rabbinic Judaism sees this passage, especially God's suffering servant, as a reference to the Jewish nation. Right. Which Christians do not. <laughs> right. They see it as Jesus. 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 Yeah. 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 
Jewish teaching also takes note of the historical context in which God's suffering servant appears, particularly because it speaks in the past tense. So they are talking about somebody having suffered. Got it. Not somebody who will suffer. Okay. All right. You know, I I like that. I hadn't caught, Mm -hmm. I hadn't figured that out on my own. So that's good. It's good. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. It's, It's like, okay, yeah, I hear you. That makes sense. Right. Right. Yeah. So the Jewish nation, of course, has borne unspeakable injustices under Assyria, Babylonia, ancient Greece, ancient Rome. Um, Those are all gone, and yet they still bear persecution to this day. So Sure. And um, I don't want to get into the current situation that's happening. Where they're doling out persecution? Yes. Right. Because that is not the scope of this, and we've already done a separate episode on that which did not necessarily paint um, the Jewish situation in in this particular situation with um, in the prettiest light. Right. Because we're like, okay, but you, you can't be both the victim and then also, you know, be the murdery per- persecuting. The right. Yeah. 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 you you got to pick a lane. Sure. So anyway, the modern Jewish interpretation of Isaiah describes the servant of the Lord as the nation of Israel itself, which we've yeah. already said that. Okay. The speakers in Isaiah 53, which we haven't got to yet. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So... I'm telling you ahead of time a little bit what we're going to be reading in these opening verses mm-hmm. on Monday. The speakers are the stunned kings of nations who will bear witness to the Messianic age in the future. Okay. And the final vindication of the Jewish people following their long and bitter exile. Got it. Who would have believed our report, they'll say. The astonished and contrite world leaders will wonder aloud in dazed bewilderment. I see. Like, who could possibly, we we couldn't have foreseen this and known that it would be like this, and who would believe us if we said it? I So, I hear that, but like, and and if if you're a Christian, I suppose this stuff could still be coming, but I don't really... There's nothing that I can point my finger at and say, "Ah, oh, that's what that is," you know, that right. like that. But I mean, I mean, I'm sure people do try to tra- attribute it to things. Mm-hmm. But in my mind, there's nothing I'm going to be like, "Oh, yeah, that's what that means." Right. You know, like I can't think of anything that would astonish and stun people right. for what happened. Right. You know, like that. It's just a story. It's just a story right. that is not really that great in my right. opinion so it's kind of like going to get your palm read and instead of just thinking well that was fun and yeah they did mention that i drive a car but you know that's not like a hard guess right <laughs> and instead being like oh my god they said i drive a car what <laughs> the actual fuck right. how could they possibly know like um okay there's a happy medium too yeah where you know like i, I mean it Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, anyway, the stimulus for the world's baffled response is the unexpected salvation of Israel rather than of Christ. Got it. Okay. Okay. In the the Jewish Jewish tradition. Right, I gotcha. The redemption of God's people is the central theme where the, quote, you signifies the Jewish people who are sheltered and delivered by God. Okay. And the afflicted barren woman is protected and saved by God and is also universally recognized as the nation of Israel. I see. So, 
and I'm sure there's a lot of people that equate this to how Israel has regained power in mm-hmm. Israel mm-hmm. since World War II. Yeah. You know, like that mm-hmm. that has to equate into a lot of people's thinking, thinking with regard yeah. to how this all plays out. Yes. So. It, it definitely is playing a, a good um, problem with people's worldview. Yeah. Um, both both ways, whether well, and, you're Jewish or Christian. Yeah, because honestly, if you're Christian, it's kind of problematic because this bit that is hypothetically about um, Israel and and Judaism mm-hmm. um, was supposed to be about Jesus. So mm-hmm. if you are if you are saying that the Jewish people their their claim to Israel and this this thing that's happening is God redeeming them, then you're allowing for these prophecies to um, relate to Israel and not to um, Jesus. Not necessarily because then they could also though say that the um, the prophecy speaks of after this happens, then um, sure, you know the the world goes to shit and you know the apocalypse is on us and the rapture and stuff. And look, I'm not I'm not a a, a scholar on this stuff, so I don't right. know all the ins and outs. But I feel like there is something here that could be problematic. With yeah. regard to viewpoints and, sure. and how it all plays out. Sure. So that's yeah. all. Yeah. It, I kind of just wish, like, can the world just fucking settle down? Can everybody just stop? Because every time y'all move, you do something stupid. And, <laughs> you know, you make the situation worse. Right. And then the Christians and, you know, the Jewish people and, like, the whole thing is just, like, just stop. Everybody just stop moving. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. So there's this guy named, okay, wait, let me back up. Okay, so Christians are like, well, I mean, it was a Jewish person who originally pointed out that the, these particular verses are um, relating to the suffering servant. Sure. Right? Yeah. So they're like, so, I mean, even even early on, they knew okay. it was Jesus-y, not um, but they um, related it differently. They related it to Israel. Well, yes and no. Um, he he wrote the guy that put all this together. He yeah. wrote about it as a Messiah, and so, um, um, the Christians point to that and say, "See, he knew." But um, he wasn't actually the first to assert that um, there was Messiah. this thing about. The suffering servant. Okay. And, you know, put these verses together. Got it. Got it. Um, There actually was a guy named Origen, who was a prominent and influential church father, Christian church father. Okay. He conceded in the year 248. Hmm. So modern. Soon after, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. That the consensus among the Jews in his time was that Isaiah, particularly Isaiah 53. Yeah. For reference to the whole Jewish people regarded as one individual and as being in a state of dispersion and suffering. Okay. So he, it was the Christians themselves at that time who specifically said, obviously this refers to the Jewish nation. And that's how it was understood at that time. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Okay. Which matters. Sure. But at least by some people, I, I there may it, it matters in interpreting it, right? You know, but there might have been competing views too. We don't know that for sure. Either. Sure, but it would have been recorded as such too, though. Maybe, so, maybe. Mm, yeah, there, you're I right, mean, there you're could right. be there could you know there was a lot of just handing down stories by 
telling them sure. back in these okay. days. Okay, I'll so. give you that. I'll give you that. I just I do find it interesting that it was a Christian church leader who right. put forth regardless somebody influential in the Christian in the early Christian church. Yes. Recognized this is how the Jewish Right. believe this. Yes. And you know, it's their fucking book. So. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. That and that matters too. Sure. So According to Isaiah's prophecy, the humbled kings of nation will confess that Jewish suffering occurred as a direct result of, quote, our own iniquity. Or hmm. phrased more clearly, that this happened because of our depraved Jew hatred rather than, as they previously thought, the stubborn blindness of the Jews. Wow. Mm -hmm. Talk about, like, very hitting home with modern history. Yes. That is, that is, and that's that another is, reason I was like, I have to fucking read this today. Right? No, I cannot that's, wait. That's yeah. kind of, I mean, I, I get if you believe real hard, right? If yeah. you are, if yeah. you are a big time believer in Judaism or even Christianity, depending on which, how you, you know, how you want to interpret all this and how mm -hmm. you want to believe in your God or whatever. And, and we'll get into Christianity a little bit too. Sure. But that, that, if you are a believer, that, that, comparison mm -hmm. right there is so strong yeah like i mean it's just that that's amazing yeah now it i it means nothing to me other than a coincidence that happened two thousand years after the fact three thousand right. years after the fact whatever right but <clears throat> the fact that it happened and these religions are still prominent mm -hmm. it, it makes for an interesting world it, it makes for an interesting thing it that just happened. makes you go hmm <laughs> the things that make you go hmm right yeah um the stunned reaction of the world's nations to the unexpected vindication and redemption of the jewish nation in the messianic age which some might contend is now sure is a recurring theme throughout the hebrew scriptures israel's neighbors will be amazed when their age-old assessment of the jew is finally proven wrong throughout israel's long and bitter exile the nations mistakenly attributed the miserable predicament of the Jew to his stubborn rejection of the world's religions. Hmm. I, I let mean, me let me yeah, finish okay, this okay. sentence. Right. In the end of days, however, which again some might contend is now or sure, whatever, sure. according to prophecy, the Gentiles will discover what was until then unimaginable. The unwavering Jew was, in fact, all this time faithful to the one true God. Okay, one more thing, and then I'll let you speak. Okay. It, it it's already passed, so don't okay. worry about it. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just like you're gonna want to hear this like back to back. Okay? okay, yep. It is worth noting that the traditional church did not completely satisfy the Christian mind with their stock interpretation of Isaiah 53. Well, Isaiah as a whole, and then 53 in particular. Right. There is therefore a consensus among many modern liberal Christian commentators, which is in accord with the prevailing rabbinic interpretation. Nice. So okay. your more liberal Christians who are more educated yeah. and um, actually study the um, background and hermeneutics and history and context and all that good stuff. Right. They would actually agree. Oh, yeah, obviously this is. About Israel. Israel. Right. Yeah. yeah. Conservative Christians, on the other hand, strongly argue against the Jewish interpretation of Isaiah for a number of expected reasons. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, I 
they they want their Jesus to be as perfect as possible real bad. Yeah. And that's it. And they they need it to be. Right. They need it to be is the problem. Right. It's not just that to they the, want it. Almost to the point of the harm of their own religion. Yes. Like they they don't they can't see any further than the, you know, right in front of their face because yeah. they need it to be that way so bad they can't see straight. Yeah. Yeah. Now historically the church has relentlessly called Isaiah as it or I'm sorry, relentlessly used Isaiah as its most important proof text in order to demonstrate the veracity of the Gospels. Okay. Which is Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Sure. The first four books of the New Testament, which obviously we haven't got to yet. Right. But I have told you multiple times that this one is considered the this fifth gospel, and this is why. New Testament light. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. got it. They argue that this chapter proves that Jesus's death was explicitly prophesied in the Hebrew scriptures. Consequently, mis- missionaries have fervently used Isaiah to proclaim that the Hebrew prophet Isaiah predicted the advent of Christianity centuries before the birth of Jesus. Hmm. Accordingly, the traditional church recoils at the rabbinic interpretation of the servant songs. How dare! <laughs> Clutch my pearls, gasp! Right. Such a monumental concession would require Christendom to abandon one of its most cherished polemic chapters used to defend its own teachings. Right. And a vital part of its textual arsenal used against its elder rival, Judaism. Right. Yeah. The systemic suffering of the Jews plays no essential role in Christian theology. The suffering of Jesus, on the other hand, is the cornerstone of church doctrine. Indeed it is. Yes. In fact, widespread Christian teachings throughout history concluded that the suffering of the Jews illustrates the wrongness of their beliefs, while the suffering of Jesus and his followers illustrates the truth and veracity of the cross. Mm. Interesting, yeah? Yeah. 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 It's almost like Christians like to have their cake and eat it too. (laughs) And, you know, if um, two people do the same thing, it's okay if it's a Republican, but not a Democrat. Right. You know? Yes. It's almost like that, isn't it? It it is almost like Hmm. that, yeah. As a result, conservative Christians are unyielding in their rejection of the Jewish interpretation of Isaiah. Yeah. Okay? Okay. So that is as far as I got because I didn't want to go too far into the weeds and completely get into Isaiah chapter 53. Right. So. Or or too much into Jesus and stuff like that. Right. Too. That is true. Because we that could have true. gone at this a whole other route and, and covered the Christian side of this too. Yes. And I am going to assume that we will be hitting some of this again. And once we get the New Testament. Yeah. 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 I think and I think we definitely should. Mm-hmm. I think that when when Isaiah comes up in the New Testament, we should mm-hmm. go back and do a bigger dive mm-hmm. as far as the Christian point of view into these sure, things. Sure. Sure. But um also the same thing is going to happen when we hit Jeremiah okay. because he's quoted a lot, I guess. Got it. And Got it. um there's going to be some stuff that we'll want to, you know, double cross not double cross. <laughs> what am I trying to say? Double check, double whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cross go go check. back and, yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. Research. Yes, Do research. Do research on. That's fun. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was, that was very interesting. Right? Yeah. I thought. No, I, I didn't I didn't have a lot to say because, I mean, most of it I was just curious about. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's it's good to know, like, this gives me a lot of context. In it. And then 
honestly, I feel like this is good context for the current world to understand some things. Like if you yes. don't know a lot about history, this helps give you some idea as to motivations and mm-hmm. ideas that are out there and things that are being said. Mm-hmm. Like these all kind of go back to their echoes of Judaism and Christianity and different things like that. Like yes. they are definitely, this is a, the things that are going on in the world now They they, these are still echoes of those. Yes. So that's uh, I think it's important that we know these things. Right. And that was another reason I wanted to go ahead and do that. I wouldn't call that a deep dive. I would call that a tiptoe sure. into the waters. Right. And I, by important, I mean, I think it's just, it's always good to have more context, mm-hmm. you know, that's mm-hmm. all. Yep. So that was um, our Q&A for this Saturday. Yes, it was. Um, which means that we'll be back tomorrow with. Um, I forgot which one. I think we're doing. Oh, Sacrilegious Book Club. There you go. Yeah, that, there one. You go. that one. Um, and then I'll get our weekly wrap up together. And then um, we'll be back on Monday with. Isaiah chapter 53. And you know this because you already did the research for it. Yes. And also because it ref- is reflected in part of today's yes, research. Correct. So, correct. Yes. All right. Uh, we will see you guys then. And yeah, we'll see you then. Okay. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Oh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh, yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. 